Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, all, and welcome to this fortnight's installment of the Ish Plus Six podcast, the podcast series where you could discover your next favorite artist. On today's episode, I am joined by the one and only Your Friend Grace. Your Friend Grace is a Jersey-based alternative R&B artist who's been making moves within the underground music community with tracks like Venus, Rare Serial Toy, and Seltzer being widely appreciated from her recent album, Hopeful Nocturnal. Make sure you go and check her stuff out. Please welcome Your Friend Grace to the podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this fortnight's installment of the Ish Plus Six podcast, the podcast series where you could discover your next favorite artist. I, of course, go by Ish, and today I am joined by the one and only, the amazing, your friend, Grace. Let's go, let's go. How's it going, Grace? What's up? <laughs> Hello, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. That's sick. I'm good. That's sick. Excited. Where are you coming to us from? <laughs> um, so I'm based in Jersey, so um, North Jersey about like 25 minutes from the city that's really like that's one of the main things I tell everyone <laughs> but um yeah it's cool over here I've um, been here for pretty much my whole life so, Jersey yeah. is that like is that I feel like I asked someone else this a little while ago is that near New York because like is yeah it... so like on a good day driving you could get there like 25 minutes but um traffic is crazy they're actually like I think they're implementing like a new fee like $25 to get into the city to like decrease the amount of people that are going into the city it's like active like very soon so it's yeah New York drivers crazy $25 is insane that's crazy and like $25 is probably like I don't know like maybe 23 pounds 22 pounds that's still Mm -hmm. mad to me like paying 22 pounds to get into because New York is basically the London of America from what I've seen like Mm -hmm. people people (laughs) honestly if i was to live in america i'd probably want to live in new york just because of like the culture there yeah yeah it's so crazy the subway system just the everyone shouting at each other that kind of thing it just seems so sick you know yeah the pigeons and all i feel like everyone's kind of chasing that and then there's like there's no room left like (laughs) the entire city is at capacity so i I I only go there like yeah when i when i really need to honestly so I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I've got beef with pigeons, but we don't need to get into that right now. I, <laughs> oh, I've man. got beef with pigeons living pretty close to London, so it's like. Oh I, really? I hate Dang. it. Do you know how often I get woken up by pigeons every every day of the week? Woken up. Oh, these they're pigeons that outside. Loud? They're, you know the pigeons. They're just like who who whooing all the time. Like they're a bunch of owls mm, or something. But I'm tired of thing. it. Yeah, in New York, it's like they're pretty silent. Like they like they're plotting and they're moving around, but they do it in silence. I'm like, it's kind of like the New York mentality as well. Like, you know, kind of just doing what we need to do, but like, don't talk too much type. (laughs) They might be the New York pigeons. Yeah, the New York pigeons. They're probably built a little different from the British pigeons. (laughs) That's probably true. To be fair, I do feel like New York, New Yorkers in general, are probably. I don't know who's tougher between New Yorkers and Londoners, actually. Mm, yeah, because I've heard, I've heard that, yeah, Londoners are, they mean business as well. Yeah, they're, um, they can be, yeah, a, a I want to, yeah, I want to go so bad, though. I've wanted to go since I was 12, because I had, like, a, uh, a huge One Direction era. Um, I didn't know if I was going to mention that today, but I had to drop that in there. I was a Directioner. I was obsessed with, like, British media and 
just everything about it. So I've been trying to make it over there since I was 12. So hopefully one day I get there. <laughs> one day, honestly. I mean, I don't know if you'll see like Harry Styles or Louis Pe I don't know what your opinion yeah. is on Louis Payne right now, but I don't know if mm. you'll see him on the train or anything. But Wait, did you say Louis Payne? <laughs> I don't know what, like I know every direction on earth has beef with Louis Payne right now. It's it's Liam, Liam Oh, Payne. Liam Payne. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> Louis Whoops. Payne, that's it. Yeah, that's um their like cousin. Um, yeah, so it's like Liam Payne and then Louis Tomlinson. And then like a lot of people talk about Harry and Louis Tomlinson. It's like touchy. I'm not going <laughs> get into the get fan into theories right now. <laughs> You're trying to work but, with them one day. <laughs> yeah, I heard that um like so Harry's been doing a residency at Madison Square Garden for like twelve days. And um, a lot of people camp out like for GA, like for floor. And I've heard that like every single night it like smelled so bad. I don't know if you saw that. It was like all over Twitter. <laughs> it, like stuck. I've heard about that. Yeah, concert smell. I went to this, mm. albeit very fittingly smelling bad concert. Mm. It was a JPEG Mafia concert. And oh, it was yeah. understandable. It was one of the most. I, it was a great experience. I, yeah. I learned a lot there, but mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I'd want to do it again. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I can, I can only imagine. I wonder what a Cardi um, concert smells like. <laughs> I feel like the amount of adrenaline, adrenaline coursing through my veins would be yeah. enough for me to not care. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm kind of traumatized from pits though, because one, I'm 5'2", so like I already, the odds of me getting trampled are pretty high. And my first pit, um, or like my first, yeah, my first mosh was at GovBall. Um, I saw Brockhampton. Um, that's another thing that I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna get into my whole Brockhampton realm, but I feel like I have to, cause like it's, it has a lot to do with how I started making music. But um, well, yeah, that pit was wild. We haven't even started the questions yet, yo, and we're like 10 yeah. minutes into this. Let's... <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Let's, let's get into it. Okay, right. It's fun, so, though. Yeah. You've seen every single episode of the podcast before. You know that we always start off with a joke. Today's yes. no different. As the viewers know, I'm in too deep. Let's just get into it. Get it out of the way, you know, that kind of thing. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Did you know you can wear any boat as a hat? Did you know that, Grace? No, I did not. You just have to turn it upside down and make it capsized. Capsized? Is my knowledge on boats, like, lacking? Like, you know when a boat turns upside down, it capsizes? <laughs> oh, I'm afraid of boats, too. I don't know if we wanted to get into that. <laughs> I actually am. My aunt asked me if I wanted to go on a lobster boat the other day, where you like get on a boat and you like eat lobster, and I was like, I don't know who's driving it. I, that's true. <laughs> it could be it could be like uh, like SpongeBob driving it or something, and we know what yeah, SpongeBob's I was like, who's, like when who's he's... driving it? Like the chef or something? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> just like uh, I feel like got a little air fryer on the side. Yeah, Let, let's just get into the questions. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. So something I've noticed about your music, Grace, is that it almost sort of has like this hazy kind of fuzz to it almost mm -hmm. and um i feel like that is kind of uh deliberate but i am curious as to 
because it sort of feels like I'm listening to it sort of like through a dream, if that makes sense. You know how like, you know how like you'll listen to, I don't know, like you'll put a sock over your microphone and the microphone mm-hmm. will hear it through the sock. It's like I'm listening to it through a dream. And I'm curious wow. as to like how much your dreams affect your music or whether your inspiration comes from other areas of your life and that kind of thing. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great way to describe it i've never heard it like that before i'll I'll, i'm gonna write that down but um (laughs) so i have always been described as like quite a dreamlike person um i was quite shy growing up as well um so in a lot of like my like my school days was often just like doodling you know not really talking much and just daydreaming to kind of pass the time Um, And I feel like it just coincidentally kind of comes through my personality as well. I feel like I'm quite chill. Um, But yeah, so I guess in that sense, it's kind of just me. Like, I feel like when I when I record, I'm not trying to I'm not like, oh, I need to be like this like cocky, confident person or I need to be like very like somber and sad all the time. I really just try and sing how I sing. I guess and that's just kind of how it comes forth um but yeah I feel like it's definitely like personality it's a lot of personality um and also a lot of my writing comes from like like dreams like a lot of like the topics of my songs sometimes it's things that haven't even happened to me like sometimes it's like things that say like sometimes could happen to like a friend or a family member or sometimes it's just like I'm like oh this would be cool if this happened to me or (laughs) Yeah. This would be cool. Like I'm like I'm like maybe like manifesting in a way for certain topics, but then, yeah. But sometimes it's from real experience as well. I guess it's like it's a mix, but majority is like a lot of dream dreamy stuff. So, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I mess with that for real. Um, so yeah, so dream. So you actually get inspo from your dreams. That's actually crazy. Like yeah, I've like I've woken up at like this has happened to me. I think two or three times where I'll wake up at like 4 a.m. after having a dream and like sometimes I'm not even particularly like recalling the dream that I had or writing it down sometimes I'll just like wake up and then I'll just have lyrics in my head like random and I'll just have to write them down like in my notes app the notes app on my phone is like that's how I like that's how I had like the kind of organized like the album rollout and everything like all my writing is in my notes app so i'll wake up at 4 a.m jot stuff down and immediately go back to sleep which is like interesting i just like write and then i'm like yes that's that makes perfect sense and i do feel like the average person's notes app will either like if it gets submitted to like the world and leaked it will either get them i tweeted about that i tweeted about that i was like but before i started like songwriting on my notes app i would just like you just write down random things like things you need to remember i don't know poetry like whatnot your grocery list so sometimes i'm like if someone were to see this and just read it through like it would just it'd be terrifying or just make absolutely no sense honestly like it's it between my google data and my notes app being released to the world okay now i'd I'd rather have (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, I'd rather have my Google data released to the Mm. world. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Me too, honestly. I don't use Google. I don't use my Google calendar as much as I should. But Yeah, I get you. (laughs) Um, We can move on to the next question. Uh, 
I want to talk a little bit about you mentioning being uncomfortable with being honest with yourself in the past. So mm-hmm. I want to know what like the main, what or who the main factors are um, that affect that being honest with yourself. Who being like a certain demographic, not necessarily like, oh, my auntie makes me, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so growing up, um i i really appreciate like my upbringing and like in terms of like the space that i grew up in in my town but i do feel like growing up um it was very much kind of a bubble if that makes sense like and i uh, this is something that i'm still like working through myself and i i would love i always said i would love to make a project just like and hone in on this topic but um I guess like in terms of like the makeup of like my hometown, I was kind of like the only person um, of color growing up pretty much, um, which kind of set me up, set me out on an interesting foot um, from a really young age. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And like, that's not to say that um, I don't appreciate my upbringing because I have like amazing friends that I still like, I'm super, super close to now, but it's like it's one of those things where you're just kind of like you can't not be aware of it you know like you you go about your day um and you kind of feel it and and i did have like a few like incidents like in the past or like cases of like discriminatory things here and there but i feel like i use that to my advantage now because it's character like, development yeah all my life i was kind of chasing um i guess like the sense of belonging that I couldn't get from like face value if that makes sense so like a lot of my high school I was super involved um even in college as well um before music I was involved in like cheer I was heavily involved in cheer in like high school and college and I feel like that was a way for me to like show people like this is me like outside of like what you see um so and just distracting myself but I do think there's you know um kind of like it, it it can kind of not like disrupt but like your upbringing it can kind of influence it so I feel like for a long time I was like kind of afraid of showing my full self but now I don't I don't care at all like a- after I went to college like and it was kind of more everyone was kind of more okay with being themselves yeah i get you wholeheartedly like i feel like i really kind of like blossomed i guess kind of like later than most people but yeah and then college was when i like fully decided to um start making music like all in so yeah i completely get that yeah and like to sort of like bunny hop off of what Mm -hmm. you said earlier i do feel like distractions like any kind like emotional mental or physical distractions you know mm-hmm. those are the biggest hindrances when it comes to self-awareness and that kind of thing you know yeah and it's like we're stopping ourselves from achieving much higher heights exactly with yeah. all these distractions that we that we put in front of ourselves you know what i mean yeah it's, yeah or oftentimes like even like just like put it on yourself because it's like you know I feel like if you don't just say like if you don't like put that aside and just 
like literally stand in front of the world and be like this is me if you don't like it like that's fine but if you do that's cool like we can hang out like we can we can chill and 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 but it's like if you don't like feel that discomfort by putting yourself out there like you'll never know you'll never know what could be so I feel like yeah it's just like a good thing to keep in mind and I feel like it's worth it being uncomfortable to like feel the comfort in the future I, I get guess. that yeah it's like oh, yeah. um putting yourself I don't know look I don't have a quotable line to, to, <laughs> to <laughs> no, reference it's all right good. now it's all good I, I'm like tangenting I'm like trying to explain no but, I get it it makes perfect sense um okay cool so I do want to talk about um you mentioning makeup being a part of like your personality when it comes to like your interests and hobbies and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and you know it can be seen in the visuals for some of your music videos like Venus Mm. from a little while ago um and I'm curious as to whether you could talk a bit more about how important that kind of thing is like makeup VFX that kind of thing is when it comes to your own videos yeah um so for venus uh i had like a pretty strong like idea for visuals it was my first video that i ever did so it was very diy um i literally filmed it on my iphone and my friend literally like drove her car and i was in like the back seat with like my head out the window like it was all very diy um i think makeup was my first love in terms of this is gonna sound like kind of weird but like in terms of like almost like role play like when I was little I would like do makeup on my mom and like pretend like I was a makeup artist and I'd yeah. be like this is my kit and like I'm gonna like cleanse you with this and do that and that and like that was the first time that I ever like in a way kind of manifested like I I, I didn't realize like that was kind of like manifesting in a sense because you're putting yourself in a role that you maybe like someday want to expand on or like fulfill. Um, so I feel like I do that a lot with my music as well. Like I'll like visualize myself where I want to be in the future, like, and literally like talk it through. And and so, yeah, so like that was one part of it. And then in terms of like the makeup itself, I'm really into like aesthetics and I love Pinterest as well. Like I, I'm in the works of kind of thinking about concepts for my next project. I don't know if I should, I mean, it doesn't matter, but like it's, it's, yeah. but um, yeah, cause I feel like I'm very inspired right now. So like I've been doing like Pinterest boards and yeah, I feel like I'm big on visuals. Um, so yeah, makeup is just a way for me to like carry out the vibes of the song. I also think like um, right now I'm trying to like establish, I guess, an aesthetic for like my music I guess I want it to be quite like dreamlike like you mentioned and and kind of like purples and pinks and and I'm trying to like work on establishing that in terms of like visually like the things you see like the videos the content so yeah yeah, makeup is a part of that and do you sure. think that the sort of like dreamlike aesthetic will continue on onto like your future projects and things like that or will there be different eras like I don't know like yeah I don't know like a shopping mall concept or like mm. uh I don't know like a ranch country concept or whatever like what kind of yeah. what kind of stuff do you think will be yeah I think what do you think always... your friend Grace will be looking like in the future basically mm-hmm. that's what I'm asking 
Yeah, I think it'll always, I have an obsession with purple. I don't know where it came from. Like, I love the color of your do-rag right now. I keep looking at it. This is my favorite do-rag. Because that's, that's like my <laughs> color. Like, that's the color. And I don't know when it stemmed, like what it stemmed from. But yeah, so definitely like stuff like that. Um, but also, I think it'll always remain dreamlike. I would like to like, I would like for it to be consistently just like dreamlike because that's what I love, like at the core. Um, I also feel like, I feel like the past few years I've been trying to heal my inner child. So like, I like, I watch a lot of like, like Wings Club and like, I don't yeah. know, just like that aesthetic, like totally spies and things like that. So that was the show, totally yeah. spies. I yeah. was scared to admit to anyone that I watched that show when I was younger, but that was yeah. the show, yo. I feel like in terms of animation, it was just like, it was so cute. Like you couldn't not like love it, even if you like didn't express it. Like it was just like a cute show visually. So I love that. Like and Disney princesses as well. I want to be a Disney princess one day. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, very much that. I would love for it to be like, Maybe it's just like, it's like cute, cute, cute. And then like one project is just like dark. Like, <laughs> I feel like that'd be cool. Um, but for now, I really do like vibey stuff. So, for real. yeah. I feel that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, okay. That makes perfect sense. Um, it's clear that lyrics are a big deal to you when it comes to music and that kind of thing. Like when you're writing and... Um, you know, like I've listened to your music and it's a lot of your lyrics have like intense symbolism and that kind of thing and metaphors and mm. all of the English literature buzzwords. <laughs> I'm curious as to your favorite lyric that you've written. Like, was there, were there any that just made you think, you know, yo, this is the, mm. this is it. I'm trying to think now. I feel like when I get like questions about like titles or lyrics, my mind completely goes blank. Um, I get that. But one, I think conceptually that I just love is probably NYNY, which is the last track on Hopeful Nocturnal. Mm. Yeah. Just because like the title itself is like a double meaning because um, it's like NYNY. Everyone says like New York, New York um, and the song New York, New York. But it also means like New York needs you, if that makes sense. Like it's like New York needs you um so i i loved that like my mind was blown from that i don't know why it's very simple but i just really loved it um um and then um i'm trying to think yeah just that song as a whole that was also just like recalling a scenario yeah that just like i hope to happen but um yeah i'm trying to think um I think I like Toma, which is the first track, because um, that's actually from like real experience. Um, it's everything I'm facing, the lines that I'm retracing. I swear I see your eyes in everything I do. I swear you feel, I feel your hands on mine, but I'm not with you. I don't know. I feel like that's just like everyone yeah. can like hear that and think of someone or like something and it kind of resonates. So. Yeah, that's profound for real because like that's one of those ones that everyone can relate to you know it's crazy mm -hmm. you've mentioned in the past looking up to people that you you know seem to think had it all figured out and yeah i was just wondering if you could name a few um 
in terms of like you know celebrities or even just people in your life who you know you sort of like lived vicariously through and that kind of thing yeah i guess um like generally i feel like when we're kids we all kind of look up to like our guardians um like the people that you know we see on a day-to-day that tell us you know what to do like go here eat this you know whatever whatever but um yeah i think like i think the way that i knew that i was getting older is like when i started to have more of a say i guess like even at like family gatherings and like things like that just like people kind of listening to me more um and there was a point in time where i was just like whoa like they were like asking me questions or like what i thought about like you know like i don't know like topics like the current state the current state of the world <laughs> like bro i was yeah i was yeah playing the political with mud and economical last week. state the- <laughs> of the world yeah <laughs> so it's just like yeah i feel like that's how i knew that i was like growing up and i was like oh i don't know if i like this um and also like from a celebrity standpoint i was like I mentioned One Direction, I was such a fangirl growing up. And I feel like I'll always have that. Like, it was just such a big part. Like, I feel like since I, like, was shy in high school and I didn't, like, go out or do anything, I just spent all my time, like, finding out where where, where Louis Payne was. Like, you yeah. know, like, tracking him on Louis Twitter. Louis Payne, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so I feel like that'll always be a part of me. Um, but, like, on the flip side, like, you see so many of these artists who you know, like, say they get signed to a label and, like, you know, their vision is kind of stripped from them and it's, like, they go through, like, mental and emotional things because of that or they have, like, outside things and it's, like, they're forced to tour and things like that. Like, it's, like, not all, you know, golden, you know, glamorous. Simon Cowell's the devil. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, (laughs) I, 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 I'm picking up what you're putting down. I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's, like, yeah, just realizing that, um, you know, it's not what, it's not what it seems sometimes just in everything i feel like i get sure. that yeah not what it seems yeah that's so real nothing is ever what it seems <laughs> so in a lot of your music i've noticed that it's sort of like it doesn't tend to fit the standard three and a half minutes that you know all the songs on the radio will fit and it's like it it airs on both sides of the spectrum you know what i mean like it will be either two minutes long or 10 minutes, not 10 minutes, but yeah. you, you get the idea. Yeah. Like it will be either really low or really high in terms of like the amount of time it is. And I'm just curious as to, you know, I mean, what what's the reason for that, Grace? Tell me about that. Cause <laughs> it's, it's interesting. It's interesting that you brought that up because I feel like now with TikTok and everything, I feel like everyone's like attention spans. I'm just saying like generally, even mine, like, some songs like I'll listen to like an Akon song from like back in the day and I'm like dang this song's still going and it's only like three three minute three thirty some so it's like I feel like everyone's like kind of span for like how long a song is is kind of like in a transitional period just because of like TikTok viral songs and like just like getting to the punchline like very quick but in terms of me for my music like that was like not intentional at all like I don't know I think I think it's it's kind of split down the middle honestly like for Hopeful Nocturnal it's like some of the songs are like yeah like reaching five minutes or they're like not even three minutes um I think in the beginning I was kind of like 
still kind of pondering in terms of like how I wanted to structure my songs. So maybe that was when some of the songs kind of leaned towards the, the longer side. And then as I was wrapping up the album, I'm, I realized I was like, I can like say what I want to say in like a more concise format and like in a way that like hits, but like hits sooner, you know, like I, I feel like even with like, yeah, some of the songs like in the first half and, and I, it's not something that I like regret at all. I think that each song like fits the length. Yeah. Um, at least like when I, when I listen back. Um, but yeah, I think that was definitely also like a learning curve as well. Just like to know that you can like kind of punch and like, and like hit on what you want to say um, in like a fraction of the time. If you just, you know, play with like dynamics and like, even like, putting like little like little sprinkling little things here and there um so yeah definitely yeah wasn't intentional but was like a learning experience as well that makes perfect sense yeah and it's interesting (laughs) that you mentioned tiktok because (laughs) the the way tiktok has just yeah completely completely i i don't Change, change is a good word to use because I was going to use something different. The way TikTok has just completely changed the music industry over the past two years is insane. Like you'd Mm -hmm. get artists like like you know people like Carti and all of that who would like who have switched it up over time. You know, it's like every rapper's doing the baby voice now, but TikTok switched (laughs) it up in i don't even know like central c's got that you know that doja cat song that song's only like a Mm. minute and a half long he he that song turned into a tiktok sensation in the space of like a day i've never seen it okay i've seen it plenty of times before over the past two years but before these two years nah it's mad it's crazy because like i feel like with tiktok it's like so song oriented and i feel like the dances is like partly because of that but also if you remember vine like actually well i think vine didn't even have an option to put songs it didn't so maybe that's why that's why like i don't know but i don't think anyone expected it for for it to become like for the music industry to be so or at least like i guess the popular music industry to be so like reliant on it like all these things about like artists being forced to like to make make tiktoks or to make a dance it's crazy and do you know what it all comes down to like social media as a whole because I yeah. think social media is the reason why we'll never get an artist as big as Michael Jackson again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the reason why Michael Jackson was so big, in my opinion, was just simply because of the fact that he, um, this was back in a time when social media wasn't as big as it was. So like, if there was like a behind the scenes kind of thing, like behind the scenes yeah. special on his life, people would, everyone would tune in. Yeah, because but- you wouldn't be able to see it like on the timeline. And then also streaming too. Exactly. So it's like no one buys CDs as you know as often because they don't need to. So exactly. I, what do, What do you think about this whole Drake versus Michael Jackson argument in regards to Drake being like bigger than Michael Jackson and that kind of thing? Yeah, I think. I mean, I do agree with you in the sense that, like, yeah, we will never have someone like Michael again. It was two completely different eras and two completely different ways um, that we consume music. Um, but yeah, I don't think the argument is, you know, even an argument, uh, but I think in terms of, I I wouldn't so much compare them, but I feel like they're both a good representation of 
two artists that were able to kind of crack the code of each era of like music consumption i feel like like i feel like drake in terms of like punchlines and just like you know musically um he just knows how to say the right thing and how to get people going and i feel like michael also was really good at that as well as like his performance um his performance factor as well but yeah i don't know if i would i don't know if i would compare the two but i would say that they're both equally as influential i guess as influential yeah that's mm. an interesting take because mm. <laughs> it also might be a chronically online take as well from my end mm -hmm. about the whole Drake thing because I'm pretty sure that Ed Sheeran's actually the most popular artist in the world right now because he's like number one on Spotify and everything so yeah but it's like that it makes me wonder like I don't know I would love to see like the breakdowns of streams and like different playlists and because I feel like when you hear at least like right now I mean I'm not like a I think his fan base used to be called Shirio. I'm not a Shirio, kind of but like name, I feel right. like now and and like he's he's very talented. What when I hear his music, it's usually like in a store or like in a fitting room. Like I feel like I'll be trying something on and I just hear I just hear like his not, songs. So I'm like I wonder how much of that is like like corporate playlists and like brand playlists and and different stations and stuff. But yeah, that's crazy to hear i feel like i heard that as well yeah it, not a lot of people i i feel like either not a lot of people choose to listen to ed sheeran but i look, the main question is what would you say that the perfect length of a song is for this day and age that's really what i was asking mm. what i was getting at because hmm. i feel like a lot of the time like the tiktok songs they're like what like 2.30 or like about three minutes but it's like so a tiktok song goes viral and people are like oh that sounds kind of good i'm gonna look it up on spotify apple music whatever i feel like a lot of the time when they look up these viral songs like the rest of the song is like not exactly. it like everyone's <laughs> every artist nowadays is chasing that 15 set and you know that one mm -hmm. lizzo song where it's like that in a minute i'm gonna need a mm -hmm. that one it's like <laughs> the rest of the song isn't like that you know what i mean like i it, i heard it just randomly come on the radio the other day i was listening to it and okay first of all i immediately got the you know the urge to do that little hand yeah, flip thing that, the dance, yeah. <laughs> yeah which is well, a I don't completely know. I don't different know do topic it. i don't know mm -hmm. either, the whole whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah um yeah yeah it's like that part of the song is completely different to the rest of it you know mm -hmm. and it's like I feel like we'd be lying to ourselves if we didn't um, like take note of the fact that like these producers definitely like know that there's a strategy like to having that what what's the limit to like a TikTok at least like a TikTok dance usually the songs are about a minute like the snippet that you can use yeah so it's like it's like if it's just about the snippet and like the virality of it like some of these people might be like what's the point of making the rest of the song hit just as much but you would think that if people are going back to, like looking up these songs that you would want the entirety of it to hit and i guess this is like subjective because there's some people that might be like oh this whole song hits and it's great um 
but yeah it's just interesting it's interesting that like because i noticed that and it just seems like a lot of other people have picked up on that as well so i would say perfect song uh, maybe like i feel like i like a good like 330 to like four but i'm like is four minutes categorized as long like i'm not sure i guess that's depends on who you ask i guess it depends on the tempo as well because mm -hmm. sometimes i'll be listening to some music and it's like bro this song's still going <laughs> yeah, and so I'm maybe like maybe like in. three maybe like three three thirty yeah i feel like i feel like my my like attention span or is like it's changing my attention span sure. is so bad nowadays and i'm so i'm <laughs> I mean, aware of I feel it like it's social media is a lot to yeah and we're getting into the social media like it's not good like put your phone down like i'm gonna take your phone like <laughs> just i feel like yeah. i'm getting like that exactly so it's just like it's it's everything to us at least like and it's like i feel like sometimes i'm like not conscious of it but when i am i'm like wow this is interesting and it's like i still can't put it down even when i'm thinking about it you know it's just yeah yeah wild i'm like how do we reverse this i don't know we <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty far in now it's, it's too far it's a downward spiral from here to unless be real yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to pick up a kindle or something that's what i'm trying to do real uh, yeah i'm trying to read more yeah i got my book here what book yeah. is that it's um actually michelle zahner crying crying in h mart she's um the lead singer of japanese breakfast who i love i love her and I love that band. Recommend. I've heard of Japanese Breakfast. I've been trying to. Mm. I, I haven't been trying to get into them, but they're one of those ones that's like <laughs> on my radar, and I'm considering getting. Yeah, they've been they've been popping off recently as well. Um, yeah. Well, I guess it depends what you categorize as popping off, but they've yeah. been popping off they've, in the underground scene. <laughs> yeah, they've been doing they've been doing like like they did Govball, they've been doing festivals, and they did SNL the other day, which is oh, like really? huge. Yeah. That's like that's dream for me as well because I that was such a big part of like my family's I guess like Saturday like ritual I guess like we would always watch it so and I feel like once you hit SNL it's like yeah it's just like it's such a iconic the only show. way is up yeah yeah that's crazy so, but yeah but yeah uh, song length maybe three thirty three thirty that's cool <laughs> um. I do have one more question before I let you go on your way, Grace. I do ask this question to everyone and today's no different. So let's just get into it. Um, you are heard by literally everyone on earth, all 8 billion at this point. For 10 seconds, what do you say? Um, I would say just to be, just be a nice person. Like it's free. Uh, it takes more effort to be mean, to be a meanie. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's a vibe. You'll notice that you'll receive that in return when you're cool to people. I feel like I try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and, and see the beauty in everyone. So I'm like, just be a nice person and stream your friend Grace on all platforms. <laughs> Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Tidal. I'm trying to get into Tidal, actually, because I'm just like, what goes on over there? I mean, I know you have to pay for it, but... It's a deep web <laughs> of music streaming services. Yeah. That's what Tidal and also, is. Yeah, I want to shout out um, just all BOC, AutumnXO, Lucas, just all those people. They're goofy, but they're cool. I've always wanted music friends. Um, 
shout out like Zach Voss, all those people. Um, cause like I've always wanted that growing up and I never had that. Cause I feel like it was a lot of people like, oh, like what party are we going to tonight? Like I'm in a sorority, like that's all I care about. <laughs> like, so yeah. it's just like to have music friends that I just like, nah, this is what I do. And like, if you like it, cool. If not, cool too. And like, we want to take it all the way. So yeah. That's Shout real, out. yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you, Grace, for appearing on this episode of the Ish Plus Six podcast. Listeners of the Ish Plus Six podcast, make sure you all go check out your friend Grace's recent tape, Hopeful Nocturnal. My favorite tracks are Rare Serial Toy, Crazy, and Seltzer. Grace, is there anything else you'd like to say before we end off this episode of the Ish Plus Six podcast? Um, nah, you're cool, Ish. Rockstar. I appreciate that, Grace. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. Listeners of the S Plus Six podcast, keep it real, and I will see you later, alligators. <laughs> <laughs>